Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. No matter what time of day it is, no matter where you're located, right here and right now, you are with me, Laura Paget, and this is my podcast, Living What You're Given. I'm finishing up my second season of Living What You're Given. And this year we have covered a variety of topics all under the umbrella of choices. We do have choices. We can choose how to see things. We can choose how to think about things. We can choose our attitudes. We can choose to change our attitudes and change our actions based on information that we may not have had or kind of bolstering up the information we do have. I hope you've enjoyed this season. We are going now into the last couple of episodes, and I've chosen to do two solo episodes because I am passionate about helping you choose to see yourself as artistic and gifted and creative. All of you, every single one. I hear so many people say, oh, I don't have any talents. I'm not artistic, but that isn't true. And today we're going to talk about a few reasons why we don't walk into our giftedness. And we're going to start talking about ways to dismiss the information that keeps us from seeing ourselves as gifted and talented. And I just want you to know that no matter what your gift looks like, no matter how you have been gifted, God has been the author of that gifting. And he has always chosen just for you to have the perfect gift. friends, and welcome back in to Living What You're Given. As I've said, we're ending up our second season and very excited about going forward into the third. And we'll talk about that a little bit in my last session, which will be coming up at the end of December, right after Christmas. But for right now, I want to thank you for being here with me and with my beautiful friend, Stephen Ray Watts, who provides the music for Living What You're Given, oftentimes. My son also provides some music for it, but he has been, Mr. Watts has been extremely generous with his music. Now, the name of that song is The Perfect Gift. And it's because in my mind, in my heart, and in my world, I've come to see God gives each person the perfect gift or gifts for them to use for his glory and for their fulfillment, but also for the betterment of those around them. So if you are interested in connecting with Mr. Stephen Ray, 
His information is always in my show notes on how you can find him. And I suggest you check his music out. And if you get an opportunity to see him, hey, to me, a music lover, ah, that's the perfect gift right there. At any rate, I want to talk to you today about walking in to your giftedness. I want to talk about why. I personally did not walk in to my giftedness for many, many years. Well, decades, actually. Maybe some of this is going to sound familiar to you. Maybe you're going to say, oh, yes, I've done that too. Or I do that still. You see, I believe each person is given multiple gifts. I think each person is created because we are fashioned in the image of the great creator. We are given good gifts by the one who knows how to give good gifts. But sometimes, for me, I've been reluctant to use and share those gifts, let alone acknowledge them. And I want to tell you, I think here might be some reasons. Competition, comparison, control. Now, I'm not going to deal with control this week. We're going to deal with that. That's a whole different animal. We're going to deal with that in a couple of weeks. But for right now, I am asking you to really clear your mind and think about some of the messages you received as a child, maybe as a new artist, maybe still today by people who are not willing to allow you to use your gifts. How about this? Well, if you want something done right, you just do it yourself. Mm -hmm. I heard that. Or if you can't do something really well, don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. I heard that. What that has done in my life is set me up to believe everything that I am trying to offer out of my giftedness has to be a perfect, perfect offering. Well, that, my friends, can be dismissed because there is no perfect. Our friends often say, well, I didn't do that so well. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Get up. Do it again. Last year, I had a gentleman on my show, Mr. Uh, James Early. And James and I talked. Actually, I think it was a couple of years ago. James and I talked about the word perfect. Be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. He helped me to understand that the real translation of that word, is, that word is complete. So if you have done your best, you have done a complete piece of work. Now, the other thing I think that has kept me back is... Comparing myself to the gifts of another. In my family, my younger sister is a master gardener, Mary. You've heard me talk about her. My husband and my stepson, Oren, are fixer-upper guys. I mean, these guys can fix or build anything. I'm serious. In addition, Oren's an engineer. My son, Gabriel, and my stepdaughter, Lori, are musicians, fabulous musicians. I have two daughters-in-law, Samantha, 
who is married to my son Gabriel, and Lisa, who's married to my stepson, Oren. These women are gifted fine artists, and their homes reflect it. Their work on the canvas, or as Lisa is a, a, a tremendously talented graphic artist, if you've read my books or you've seen the promos for those or the promo for this particular podcast, you will know that. She is a very gifted graphic artist. Now, I could certainly look at all these people I'm surrounded by and go, oh, wow, I, gee, I, wow, I wish I had those gifts. My friends, that is comparison. That is saying my gift is not as good as this gift. That smacks God upside his head, as we used to say in the streets of North Denver. That says, I don't want your gift that you're handing me, God. I want your gift that you gave to my son or my stepson or my husband or my sister. How do you think that makes him feel? Have you ever given somebody something they whine about it? They don't like it. It isn't the right size, color, whatever. Instead of hearing thank you. So one of the things that I learned decades ago is not to compare my gifts to the gifts of another. And that includes in the world of dance, where I live, as you know, and writing. We all bring something special to the table. We all bring something special to the offering. Comparison and competition. Evil twins and part of the three pillars that I call the unhappy court assistance of Queen Perfection, who is, as we all know, insatiable, will never get it right. She'll never get off our backs. But these pillars have kept me in my life from going forward and identifying, using, sharing, and being grateful for the gifts I have. In addition to using them as a model for helping others walk into their giftedness too. So as we compete, we're looking at the fact that we have to be better than someone else, or at least it's good. We cannot be what we see as less than, which I don't think God sees any of our gifts as less than. I just don't think he sees it that way. He wouldn't give them to us. So comparing ourselves is one thing that we do, that stymies our creative process. And that can be overcome by being grateful for and finding our own gifts and sharing them. And also appreciating what others have instead of feeling bad because we don't have that. Competition, on the other hand, although a side of the same coin, says I have to do it to a point where it is better than others, where I am better than others. And I define myself by that product, which is better than others. It also means, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks too, I am dependent upon the continuous feedback that says, I done good. Well, folks, if I was doing that, and maybe you're doing that, there's no way to walk into my own giftedness. Plus, there's no way to give God the reins to use it in his kingdom for his glory. So drop the competition and get rid of the comparison. Appreciate what others have and take them as gifts to you. Say thank you. 
I think I would love to tell you a little story now that demonstrates comparison and competition. There was a person in my life once who was the most amazing baker. I mean, this woman could make breads and rolls and all kinds of stuff and just an amazing baker. And now I don't have that gift, right? My idea of baking is go on down and buy the Betty Crocker and throw it in the pan. But this particular woman made the most exquisite breads of all sorts. And I decided that in order to be a good person, I had to learn to bake good bread. So I competed in some ways with her, although she was generous with her time and tried to teach me how to do this. And I worked very hard. Every day, I would do all the things she told me to do. And every day, I would produce a loaf of bread that could be used with some cement to construct probably a hurricane-resistant building. Yes, folks, it was horrible. But I never stopped trying. And the reason I never stopped trying is not because I wanted to learn how to bake good bread. It's because I wanted to compete with this particular person in my life. I wanted to be as good or better at doing what she was brilliant at. And I had absolutely no gift for it all. Well, one week... I started out on a Sunday and I baked two or three loaves of bread. Awful. Boom. Into the dumpster. Then I baked more on Monday. Boom. Right into the dumpster. Tuesday. Same. Wednesday. You got it. All the way till Friday. Now, Friday afternoon was trash collection day in my hood in those days. And it happened to be that we had a very high wind day where I was living, very high. Those who live in Colorado understand this. And it was amazing as I watched everyone else's trash barrel go rolling down the street, mine remained stationary. Hmm. Well, a friend came over and said to me, why is your trash can the only one that's staying right there where it's been? And everybody else's is rolling down the street. We all chasing our trash can down the street. Well, I just kind of blinked at her and said, mm, must be a miracle. Although I had succeeded in baking bread that could be used in some sort of rural construction projects. I had not made what I wanted to make, which was something lovely for human consumption. So instead of trotting out to the store to get more flour, more yeast, more sugar, more all the stuff it takes, I trotted on down to the Wonder Bread aisle and bought me some bread. I've never tried to bake bread since then. I don't want to hurt anyone, and so I don't bake bread. And as far as I know, no one's in need of a bread brick. But all the time it took me weeks, friends, days, hours to do something someone else could do better because I wanted to compete with that human being. All the time I did this was an absolute waste. Other than the fact that I learned how not to compete. And for many years, I enjoyed that lady's breads going, mm, good, as Andy Griffith used to say. But I never felt bad any longer about it. Competition and comparison will always leave us hurting, always leave us wanting. 
but acknowledging our gifts, saying thank you for our gifts, finding ways to use, share those gifts. That, my friends, is a fulfilling use of our lives and our time. So there's just a couple of wee pieces for you right before Christmas as you're busy wrapping up gifts and shopping for gifts and hoping the people who get the gifts are excited about the gifts. Take a second to sit back and say thank you to God for your gifts. If you don't know what they are, and I hear a lot of people say, Laura, I don't have any gifts. I'm not talented. That's nonsense. That needs to go right into the dumpster with the brick bread. Because that is not true. You are gifted. You are talented. You have something this world needs. And oh, hello, look around you. Can you not see that every single person's gift is needed to put this Humpty Dumpty world back together again? I hope this little story helps you. I hope it gives you a chuckle. I always laugh when I think about it. But on the other hand, it was a pretty humbling moment. And it was quite a teachable moment as well. So I hope if there's something in your life that you're reaching for competitively, I'm not saying that's bad. I've been a competitor on many levels in my life. But if it consumes you, if it defines you, if it leaves you feeling bad about yourself and less than content because you can't do it like someone else or better than, you might want to look and say, maybe that's not my gift at all. You might want to just think about that, my friends. If you want to catch up with this lady anytime at all, do visit my website. It's laurallpaget.com. You can see the books I've published. You can see my blog. You can always get these podcasts there. And you can see a lot of pictures of dance. So as God has brought me into an understanding of what my gifts are, I've asked him to help me share them. And he's done that. And I'm hoping for more and more opportunities to share, just like with this podcast, and to encourage you, listener, to encourage you, beloved friend, to dismiss the message of of only one way to do things and only one person can do them right. If you can't do it perfectly, it isn't worth doing. And to embrace the fact that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that God gives nothing but good gifts. Just try it. We're coming up on Christmas here in a week or so. And I wanted to just offer you this gift to say you, my friend, are gifted. Enjoy that. I want to wish you a very blessed Merry Christmas. I'll be back with you the week after Christmas as I share another wee story about walking into giftedness before we wrap up 2022. In 2023, I'll take a break for January and possibly February. I haven't decided yet. And then we're going to move into a whole new thing called turning the tide. Because I think there's some serious tides need to be turned right now. And I've got some guests lined up that can help you to maybe rethink some of the ways we can do that. If you want to catch up with my friend Stephen Ray Watts, again, his information is always in the show notes. And I say gift yourself, my friends. Listen to this man's music. Go see him if you can. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen Ray. You are a treasure. And you and yourself are a gift, my brother, to help me put my little podcast together and to make it very special for a lot of people. As we leave this particular episode, I want to gift you with the entire version of Stephen Ray's song, 
Because you know what, friends? It's up to you to make the choice to look at, examine, be grateful for, share, and encourage others to share gifts too. I'm Laura Paget. This is Living What You're Given, wrapping up 2022 for the next few weeks and hoping that you will take seriously the fact that you have been given the perfect gift. God bless. See you next time. Bye-bye.